0: So I'd like to welcome you, uh, all of you, and I would like to express also my happiness just to be here back and to have the opportunity to meditate again together. I think it's a great uh, opportunity that we have and uh, uh, the conditions also are quite ideal. Like everything seems to be uh, mm, kind of perfect. So, the only thing that we have to adjust is ourselves. <laughs> so, also, we have the opportunity, like it's just a small group, huh? and then we can support ourselves just knowing that uh, we are practicing by, uh, on our own, and then we are quiet, but still, there is that uh, kind of uh, support. So, sometimes, when we forget about that, you know, the commitment we are giving to, to, to this practice, We don't do it alone, so sometimes you may feel a little bit lonely or lack of support, but you remember, we we are all doing the same thing, and sometimes it's very easy, sometimes we are very enthusiastic, and sometimes it's a little bit more difficult. So, I like also to, you probably know, like well, I'd like to, 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 to thank the, the, those people who are, you know, the staff and the kitchen people who are doing a good work. And uh, uh, I also like to say that if you have any questions uh, or if you have any difficulties, or uh, you please you don't be shy to, uh, to ask me, you see, whatever you like to ask. Or, or, uh, and uh, if you are not comfortable to speak with a monk, then you can ask my friend here. Uh, his name is Bruno uh, and then if you, you just have uh, small things that uh, that uh, you, you need to, uh, uh, to, to, to to make sure or to clarify or then you just ask him and he will be pleased to uh, to help you there is also if you have a little bit more uh, serious problem then you have the, the I, I think you have met Jared and also Mindy no so they are also here and uh, they are always around. So, if you have any difficulties or kind of uh, trouble, then you you can ask them. Then, if you have a a little bit more of a problem, then you can also call the police and uh, the number is 911. In case the problem is very serious, you can even contact the fire department. And uh, sometimes if you see that actually what is in fire is your mind, or everything upset, you know, like the world is just in flame. So at that time, when you see that uh, These kind of support cannot do anything else to help you, then you can dial the number 333 or the number 888. So, uh, also, I don't want you to to, to forget the name of my friend. So, uh, I like to say that when I was coming here on the plane, then normally I don't I don't look at the TV, or, 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 but just in front of me there was a teenager and then he was looking at a movie and it was a movie about the cosmos. So I thought, oh, that's very interesting, like a documentary film, oh, huh? made with scientists, and so uh, I was quite interested in that. And then I, I, I looked at it. And uh, at a certain point, they were mentioning about uh, a researcher or a kind of astronomist. And uh, the the person was called Giordano Bruno. So he has the same name, but the family name. But that person was living in Italy in about the 16th century. And he was an astronomer, a mathematician, and I think a kind of... Anyway, he was doing some research a little bit by himself, but he was interested in the universe. And his theories were very interesting. Like he was looking for something new. He did not accept what was there. He just This is the, the principle of research, no? We want to discover and then find, find out. Uh, a little bit more about reality. So, uh, by inquiring more and more about, you know, the cosmos and the, the, the stars and, uh, you know, everything that is happening in the universe, he came to the conclusion that, uh, uh, you know, the solar, uh, the, 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 the the Earth, not only the Earth is turning around the, the planets, The, 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 the sorry, I, I am not, you see, I, I am not at all... Uh, an, astrologer, an astronomist, no? so not only the Earth is turning around the Sun, huh, and also that the Sun also is part of a galaxy. But he found out with his theory by looking outside that uh, you had not only the, the this galaxy, but you have you had a lot of galaxies, and. Uh, Actually, there is an infinite number of galaxies throughout the universe. And then his story was quite controversial in his days in the 16th century in Italy. It was a time of the Inquisition, and so he had a little bit of uh, difficulties. We can admit now. So I don't think he, he, he did. Then he, his end was not very nice. But uh, uh, the, 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 what they showed about uh, his procedure. Is that uh, uh, he had a sense of imagery, an image, you see, and then the image he was giving to his way of looking for things was uh, someone with shooting an arrow. Huh? So you shoot an arrow, and then your bow, your bow, has the power only to 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 send the arrow just to a limited extent, let's say i don't know two hundred feet or something like this so you are with your bow and then you shoot the arrow so the arrow it's a wall so when it goes down it, 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 it it's a wall, so this is the limit you cannot go further than that so this explains the theory that were prevalent in his time in Italy about the universe. So this is, it just stops there. That means you have the sun, and then the Earth and all the planets turn around the sun. But his point is that uh, if you go to the limit of the theory, or what you think is the truth, then you have the wall, you climb on top of the wall, and then what you do? You take your bow, you shoot another arrow. So the other arrow will go a little bit further and then again it will stop and hit the wall. So what do you do? You do the same thing. You come to the wall, you climb the wall, you shoot another arrow. And like that, you go further and further and step by step, and your discoveries are just more and more interesting and there is almost no end to what you can discover so how can we relate that to to our practice how can we relate that to the buddha's teaching so we know the buddha's teachings is uh, basically about the four uh, the not the four the the, the eightfold noble path mm? and uh, this eightfold noble path is very often described as a gradual training. So uh, they give the story you probably know. You know the, the simile that is given uh, about uh, about the ocean and the gra- gradual training. So um, it's the the Buddha who was speaking with the, a kind of. Uh, Beings, uh, kind of being the, the the chief of the the asura, it's called, and these uh, beings are uh, kind of mythologic mythological beings living in the ocean. Oh? So you cannot; it's difficult to describe them. But anyway, uh, these beings delight in the ocean; they are just there, and then they really they really like it. So the Buddha asked the chief of this uh, uh, the, the the gods of the the, the ocean. He asked. Uh, uh, if he delights, if they delights, uh, if they delight in the ocean. And of course, the answer is uh, yes. And then, uh, then he asks him, how many astounding and amazing qualities is the ocean having? <coughs> and uh, then uh, the, 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 the guy, who is called Para, <coughs> goes on and he says that uh, actually you have about eight, qualities that the ocean is uh, having and, uh, and then the first one, uh, the first great quality of the ocean is that uh, it slants and slopes and inclines gradually, it's not dropping off abrupt, uh, abruptly. So this is the first quality of the ocean, it slopes and inclines gradually. And then, of course, you have many other qualities of uh, the ocean. and We are not going to go into the details. Because, for example, the second one is that the, o- the, the boundaries of the ocean will never outflow. Huh? So, I think now you may question the idea because, uh, because of the rising of the ocean. Huh? So, we will not deal with that. If you want to know a little bit more, then it's uh, in one of these books. <coughs> mm-hmm. But the point is that uh, uh, the simile of the ocean is uh, used also in regard to the Buddhist teaching. So, the Buddha asks his monks, how oh, uh, many qualities do you see by monks uh, pertaining to the great uh, Dhamma, to the, to the Dhamma? and then the the, the monks say we see also eight qualities. So the eight qualities of the Dhamma that are compared here, they are compared with the great ocean. So the first one uh, is that uh, just as the ocean slants, slopes and inclines gradually, not dropping off abruptly, so too in this Dhamma and discipline, penetration to final knowledge occurs by gradual training, gradual activity, gradual practice, not abruptly. So sometimes among you, maybe you, you think, oh no, we come here to this retreat and then we don't know what is going to be taught and we will teach other methods and you're a bit puzzled about, uh, <coughs> about, uh, about all that. But uh, actually what we are trying to discover, what we will try to practice is just to put our feet again in the ocean and then to see also where are we... C- how can we situate, how how can we position our practice now in this teaching? So the methods that we will use are actually, they are just methods or they are just techniques, but they are nothing new for you. Maybe they will be new at a certain point, but uh, what is important is is first to understand the way you are practicing and also uh, where you are in your practice. So you have just to come back to your own practice, how you practice, and how do you get in touch again with these uh, deep, uh, you know, these uh, states of uh, Dhamma that you have, these insights, or or, or these... uh, Your practice itself. hmm? You have to come back to your practice and then understand it very well, and then observe it very well, and then from there, by knowing where you are, by knowing exactly what you are doing, then from there you can proceed uh, further. So we don't tell you, you have to do this, you have to do that. You have to find by yourself, by taking refuge in the Dhamma, by taking refuge in this uh, general teaching that the Buddha has been presented, because because we are all different. So Some people will have only their toes uh, in the ocean. Some people will have uh, already, you know, uh, be waist deep uh, in the ocean. Some people will already be swimming and have a lot of fun. Some people also will just be on the boat, you know, and uh, a little bit far away, and then they can dive whenever they want and have a good time. And some people also will be in deep in the sea with their scafander. and So we cannot say, it's up to you to find out. What is your practice? Where am I in my practice? So there is no pressure. You don't need to accomplish anything, you don't need to go anywhere, everything is there. You are here, and then you just come back to yourself. Because actually, the Eightfold Noble Path described as the Buddha's teaching. What is that? It's life, it is just life. And what is that in relation to us? It is just our self, our self in action. The eighth full noble path is our self in action. We speak, we do physical actions, we do a livelihood, we use our mind, we are mindful, we have to make some effort to have all these activities going on, whatever they are. And then we need also to understand to some extent what we are doing. So this is just the eightfold noble path. That's all. There is nothing of a, nothing of a theory that is outside yourself, yourself and the relation that you have with the world. So now our practice will be just to come back to ourselves and then see where we are. And the first challenge that we will have is to bring some kind of balance. Because, because, because we are so active that we get too agitated, or we are so inactive that we get drowsy and then we fall asleep. So with these types of extremes that we are having, we cannot see very clearly. So the first thing we have to come to is balance. That means we have to get our internal balance. Huh? We have to make our mind very clear because more the more we are balanced, the more the mind is balanced, the clearer the mind is going to become. And then when the mind is very clear, then also the understanding is very clear. If the mind is not clear, we we cannot see. Uh, (coughs) very far, we cannot see very deep. Hmm? So all the time, we have to see, when we practice, how am I? Is my mind balanced? How is my practice? Do I put too much effort? Do I put not enough effort? Am I tired? If I am tired, I can sleep. There is no problem. If you are hungry, you can sleep. There is no problem. You need to eat. Hmm? So that balance of energy you have to see for yourself. Now it's a one month, and also there is a kind of more in of independence. And we are very lucky, we, 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 we have some monastics with us, so the advantage of a monastic life I mean, now you have—you are all like monastics. So the advantage of that is that uh, there is more more space into your into your life, a little bit less in general, a little bit less responsibility. It's not that monastics don't have responsibility, but uh, the, their commitment is a little bit outside of the heavy uh, duty that you find normally in the world. So now we have that uh, possibility, and we have to just to see it as a good opportunity hmm? probably I don't know but you may know the the, the, the story of um, of uh, Sariputta and Moggallana, before the before they were uh, monks in the Buddhist teaching. So, if you know, then never mind. But if you don't know, then then you can you can listen. Hmm? So, uh, it's the story of the the, the two chief disciples hmm, of the Buddha. So before they meet the Buddha, then uh, they were young chaps you see and then they just they, they had a good life and uh, they were growing they they were growing together and then uh uh then they were doing everything that uh, was enjoyable in life but at a certain point you know there was a festival in their village and they, they went there and uh, it was going on for a few days, you see, I mean, in Asia or before also, we had these types of festivals where they sing and have, you know, it's a kind of party and everybody has a lot of enti- entertainment for, for a few days. So they were there for a few days and uh, and then at the end of uh, these uh, festivities, then they, 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 they met again each other and they said, so what it's all about, you see, they were kind of fed up and then they decided to go and look for something else. So uh, in these days in India, it was common or it was possible just to go on, you see, and, uh, and uh, be uh, a kind of search, you know, a, a searcher and, uh, you know, a kind of, uh, uh, how to say, uh, not not an ascetic, but uh, kind of marginal, where where you just do your uh, spiritual uh, practice in these days. And over there, they didn't have IMS, so they could not come here. But uh, uh, in their search, then they were going uh, to to meet uh, various teachers, so they were. Eventually, they were with some of the best teachers, but still, they were looking for uh, something else. So, at a certain point, they met uh, Sadiputa himself, who was, uh, I think his name was Upatissa. I'm not sure, but Mughalana was his name was uh, Kolita. So, at a certain point, Upatissa, as a, as a sadhu, you see, as a mendicant, because he had actually became, become a, an ascetic, and uh, uh, he met a monk by the name of Assaji. And then he, he saw that monk, and the way that he was uh, moving, and uh, the way that he was behaving, and his, uh, you know, the, the expression of his face and of his uh, uh, way of deportment was very inspiring for him. And uh, then he went to the monk, and uh, I think he was on his begging round, or but I am not sure, maybe not. Yes, so uh, he went to the monk and then, and then he said, Oh, uh, Venerable Sir, you look, uh, I, I, I would like to know who is your teacher. And uh, then the monk, he said, uh, Oh, the teacher is the Buddha. Hmm? My, te- my teacher is the Buddha. So he wanted to, Upatissa uh, wanted to know more about uh, that, uh, what the Buddha was talking about. So he pressed, he insisted uh, from that um, uh, monk that he explains uh, well, what is what is that Buddha talking about and then the monk said oh well it's he was a young monk actually he was one of the five ascetics with whom the Buddha did practice before, and also he was like the the the, the five so one of the, the, the five, five members of the of the team to whom the Buddha delivered his first his, his two first discourses, huh? so he was already an arahant. That's why he was so shining. So, um, uh, so since Sariputta, or not he was not yet Sariputta, So since Upatissa was really insisting about uh, having just a clue about what the Buddha uh, taught, then he, the the, the Asajji, told the verse, and the verse actually became kind of a keynote for the Buddhist teaching. And uh, he said, I will say in Pali, Ye Dhamma etupabhava tesang etung tatagato Haha Tisangonirodo Ivan Vadi Mahasamano And it means whatever things or the Dhamma that arise through a cause of these the Tathagata explains the cause. Of these he also tells about their cessation. Thus said the great sage, the recluse. So just by a small verse, this Upatissa got uh, the first stage of enlightenment, he became a Sotapanna, Just by that small verse, so what is that? What was there so profound? It was not the poetic uh, rhythm that was uh, coming together, it was the fact that it is explaining causality. It's speaking about the cause, so that means if you have a question, you can find an answer to it. If you have a problem, there can be a reason for it. So that, make, that made a great sense to the Upatissa. And, he said, and then he went to the Buddha. And then, and then when the Buddha saw them, he came with his friend. And so, so he said, OK, now you come. I was waiting for you. Anyway, they knew each other for, since a long time. And then they became monks and the, in a few weeks they became also they, they realized the teaching and they ended up to be uh, the two uh, chief disciples of the buddha so before coming here also i thought okay now what, the, what are we going to, to talk about? Which type of structure, which type of uh, thing we, 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 we will bring into this uh, Dhamma, you know, the, the, the Dhamma gathering that we will have together? So I thought, actually, causality, the principle of causality. How can we apply causality? How can causality uh, can, ex- c- can help us uh, uh, understand more about our practice, since it is so important in Buddhism? But actually, the principles of causality can be very, very deep, hmm? but it, it is everywhere, huh? it is everywhere. Whatever we look in the teachings of the Buddha, everything we say, OK, no, this is the cause and then this is the effect, this is the effect and this is the cause, this is the fruit and this is the seed. So everything is related, but it's very, it, it's, it is on every level of the practice. So the main theme that I would like just you to remember during our retreat is causality. Hmm? We have to kind of uh, develop the causal, causal thinking. Huh? To some extent, we, we have to understand the reason about our practice, how we relate to the world, how, what is our place, what is, what, is, what is everything, and how it is related. So the principle of causality will be the main theme of uh, our uh, uh, of our uh, practice, and also the procedure is going to be gradual. So we have two things: causality, and then a gradual training, a gradual training. So since there is a gradual training. Then there is the causal also, the causal understanding. So, um, we'll start very easily. Huh? And then I ask you now just to try to, 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 to see uh, what effect the fact of taking refuge in the Buddha, Dhamma and the Sangha and observing the precepts. What effect these things have on your mind, these things have your, on your body? To which extent, this kind of new uh, commitment that you are making for the retreat, no? just now, how is it affecting my mind? How is it affecting your mind and, 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 and your body? So just observe that and see that there is a change. Last week I was talking with, uh, with a lady, a yogi, and then she was telling me, she, she was telling me that uh, when she had any difficulty or in her practice or in her life, what she was doing, she was remembering the qualities of the Buddha and the Dhamma and the Sangha, and then she was taking refuge. And then by taking the refuge, which is something inside, Of ourselves, there is a change. We tend to switch off another dimension. We try, we we, we start to see the things a little bit more clearly. We have a kind of trust, a kind of commitment, a kind of uh, letting go that gives that gives us the uh, kind of confidence that uh, that puts us out of. out of the the the, the 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 cloudy waters everything comes down everything comes to be clarified so just see the difference and see also how it is in your practice because otherwise it's kind of meaningless like we 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 we, 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 we repeat these things you know and then if you don't see to which it extent it is affecting your practice then you may miss something. So, at least a little bit, try to see that. And uh, and then then you can give your report, or you don't need to give it. Hmm? So, now, as you see, uh, we are uh, getting to the practice very gradually. So, you don't need to worry. You need to have confidence. And then also, you need to be very patient with yourself and then just try to be happy with the new conditions you are in. It will take a few days for those who just arrive. It, it may take a few days just to adapt and to make yourself comfortable. So you just make yourself comfortable and then to see, you see. And then start with the practice that you have already been doing. And then by uh, understanding more, by discussing also, you can see how you can improve. How by understanding what you are doing, you can find ways uh, to go over the wall but first like with this image of the the bow and the arrow first we need to hit the wall before we can all go over the other wall if we we think oh now, oh, we are told that actually there are six or seven walls and uh, i can go very far and then you, you you think you are going to shoot your arrow and then reach the 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 the, 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 the other end in just in one shot it's not. Uh, you may not succeed. So, just be patient. You may have a, just a small bow, huh? but that's enough. It will. It will. It will. It will take you somewhere. And then from there, you go again a little bit further. And then from there, again a little bit further. So we talk also about the gradual training of the eightfold noble path but uh, it can be seen as something linear. That means you start with the practice of sila, then samadhi, and then panya. You see the noble path going like that. But also, they cannot be separated. That means when you are practicing sila, you have to include your mind. Which type of intention? What is the quality of your mind when you are doing things with these precepts, when you are doing things In your actions, in your life, what is the quality of your mind? Also, how do you see the world? How do you see, how do you understand these things? So, these things, that means your actions, verbal, physical, mental, they are related to the mind as well, and also they are related to your understanding. So, all of that is the Eightfold Noble path. So it goes on a linear way, that means the more you practice, the deeper you go, the more, uh, the more quality you give to the aspect of Sila in your life. Then the deeper your samadhi will become, and also the deeper your wisdom also is going to, to improve. And then the deeper your wisdom, the deeper your understanding, the deeper and the more quality you will be able to give to your sila. So linear development, but also a, perp- a, perp- a perpendicular. This is not? A perpendicular. Anyway, it goes like this, but also it all, it all goes together. So Sila is influencing Panya Panya is influencing Sila, but Sila is also propulsing yourself towards a deeper, deeper aspects of uh, of understanding and and and, and, and uh, being with your practice so now I think I have talked enough, and if you have some questions, you please ask them, and sometimes like uh, now we are talking about causality so so. The, 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 if I don't want to contradict myself, that means that means we are very much open to question because the question is a why. So why is is it you want to find a cause? Huh? So by asking questions, then uh, you can get an answer that will also bring you some more understanding. Sometimes also you don't need so much to try to find the answer to your question. Sometimes you just need to understand the question. So, thank you very much, and if you have something to say, you please say, otherwise we will continue. Also, if you are too shy, to, or if you you think your questions are not so important, all the time there will be an envelope on the board, and then you can put your questions there, Oh, and then if, we, if the time comes and the, if the opportunity is appropriate, then we will uh, discuss and we will, uh, we will deal and try to understand you the, the, the question that you are asking. Mm? The, 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 the envelope will be there. So do you have a question now?
1: Mm. understanding the meaning of the phrases mm. as a sensation in the heart mm-hmm.
0: what then becomes the sign is it the sensation is it the
1: image is it the uh, is it the uh, uh, is it, uh, 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 it phrase
0: Well it depends like he is talking about the meta so when we are reciting the you know the phrases where are the cessation of these things, and where they arise? The, uh, uh, in the heart center? Yes. The sensation. Like, uh, I will explain it the way that I understood your question. It will be limited. huh? So, uh, if you want to uh, to go more into trying to understand... Let me see if I can like make it a little clearer. Yes. Yes, no, no, but we are talking about the meta. Yeah, 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 but with the casino, there is a specific sign. Yes. You, 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 you get the white yeah. disc or whatever mm. it might be, and that's the
1: sign. Mm. Um, in meta, there are many things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: is there a clear and distinct sign? Mm. Uh, yes, because uh, when we talk about the sign, huh, the nimitta, then it, it, it may have various meanings in the, in the practice of samadhi. So the sign itself can be the image. You see, like when you practice the, the some, you know, casinas or the breath, or so you have an image, and then that image is actually a representation of your meditation. That means you are able to 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 get a, a kind of visual a conceptual uh, image of your meditation team. Hmm? and then it will become like your perception will will, will be able to. Uh, uh, to grasp <laughs> that sign so this is a kind of external sign but another type of sign is the is the sign of sama samadhi mm? so this sign represents the second sign uh, the second limita represents the quality of your mind so when the mind is getting more and more concentrated with the good quality uh, of meditation then you see you see that uh, the jhana factors, the jhana, the the, the factors of uh, absorption, becomes uh, more intense. So that means also the quality of your mind becomes much more harmonious. There is a kind of harmony, a kind of togetherness that will bring uh, a much higher quality to the mind. So these jhana factors, when they are intensified and also brought to a great deal of quality, then we can say that the, the, this is the sign of samadhi. So you will recognize them. When you practice, not only you may have lights or you may have uh, you know, your visual image coming very clearly, but you will see that oh, okay, now I start to have a lot of happiness and then the mind is not distracted, the mind is not interested to sense pleasures, and then I'm not angry, and so these signs, it's a signs. these are signs of samadhi, that means your mind is getting more and more qualitatively uh, uh, closer to, 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 to samadhi. So, uh, so, this is all, it is, uh, so, so for the actual causal relationship, if you want to 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 see a little bit more about that we can go but uh, is it a, is it what you wanted to know different images. Yes, yeah. Um should the meditator should I
1: focus in on only one or would the with the collage, with the montage be uh, uh okay, just allow the
0: um feeling and, and, and the knowing of that that of that image? First you have to build the momentum. So that means you have to build a quality of the mind that is uh, that is developing the meditation. So when we talk about the metta, then the feelings of metta has to go to, to to beings in particular but to to which extent you need to add the face or the the, the the picture very clearly is not is not uh, is not so important huh? but it will come like you will see like the more you see that the the the, the, the qualities of metas get intensified huh? and then the more you go into it huh? then then also you 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 you, you will notice that the, the 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 beings become much more clear so if you want to 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 because the mind is very clear. So this is the effect, you see? Huh? Yes. So when, when, the, the, when the, the, the object be, starts to be clear, huh? whatever the meditation objects or subject starts to be more clear in the mind, why is that? It's not the, it's not the, the, it's not the object, it's the, it's the subject. That means it, your mind is getting more clear, less hindrances. Huh? So then the mind is not, is not distracted. And then it's very clear. So when the mind is very clear, whatever it wants to perceive, it, it comes to be perceived uh, with much more precision. So, so uh, the, the the object itself that you are using for your meditation can be a sign to 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 to, to evaluate the quality of your mind. So that means if your if your if your object you know if you call let's call that an imita for example i mean it's just that the meaning is very wide no but nevertheless let's call that an imita so the more your limiter was to become clear that means the 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 more the clearer the mind is huh? so if you are to look at the mind, you see okay now the 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 the, the my mind is much more. Uh, clear, and then this uh, the same thing. If you see that the mind is more clear, you see also the, the, the quality of your uh, object of meditation also is very clear. So whatever meditation you are doing, this is the this is the principle of uh, of relationship with with the external. I mean, with, with the, the, the the mind's objects and the quality of the mind. Yes, yes, because uh, when you look at the, like if you, when you are, when someone is developing Samatha, then the object of Samatha somehow has to be developed. Hmm? We are training ourselves to, 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 to direct the mind to specific objects, to strengthen the mind. So that's, uh, that's the main orientation. But from time, time to time, we are also looking at the mind. So when we are looking at the mind, that means the, 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 the mind itself is, t- is taking the mind itself as the object. Mm? So, so, so it's like a training. So now I, I am training to look, or, or, or to, 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 to take care to these flowers. No? So the, if, I, if I am able to give a great quality to, to that and I get so interested in what I am doing, then the quality of my mind also will be very sharp. Mm? So just a few minutes later, if I look at something else, then the, the, the momentum or the intensity will be the same. So if I do that and then I look at my mind, then I will say, okay, the mind is very clear. So, uh, so, so it's like this. So the more clear your object, and also this is, this is what we have to understand, that the, 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 the purpose of, the, of uh, Samatha is is a training. Also, we are training, like now the bow and the arrow. So we are training towards trying to hit an object, t- trying to 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 hit a target. But it's just artificial. It is just artificial. So the purpose of that, you see, is to understand the mind itself. That's the deal. It's not to it's not to be able to be. It's not the 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 fact of being able to 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 get to absorb yourself for hours and hours. Is kind of pointless if you if you don't give that uh, that uh, that quality if you don't give that um, training to understand the process itself. That's why now just to finish the question, we come back to causality. So that you are training yourself huh, to get strong. So when you are strong, you understand the whole procedure. You see? Okay, now. Uh, how is my mind? How is my mind related to the object? And then, and then also, uh, you you understand more about the dynamic of the mind itself. How is the mind working with when when this is happening? So that's the purpose of samadhi. We are we are artificially uh, uh, practicing in some ways, but actually that artificial kind of uh, training is actually to, to strengthen the mind in order to understand the process of uh, of the meditation, not only the meditation, but in every aspect of our life, because we understand more and more the mind, how the mind is related to the body, and how our mind and body is related to the world, and how, it is affa- how the world is affecting us, how we are affecting the world. So it's all a question of relationship, a question of, uh, of uh, dynamic, and a uh, question of uh, of uh, causality and uh, condi- conditioning. So all is related. Hmm? So that's why the, the, the understanding of uh, relationship in Buddhism is uh, is uh, everything. Y- it's almost endless how you can see relationship and causality. But we we can start just by little by little. Okay, now now where I am now and what is the reason? Hmm? But you don't need to, 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 to ask yourself all the time, okay, now why, 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 and otherwise you don't go anywhere. Just see the fact. Because also an, an important aspect of uh, uh, wanting to understand causality is that you, you need to understand the what. Not only do we need to understand the why and the how, but first the what. What are we talking about? So if we are just speculating and theorizing, it's useless. So we have to understand. Okay, now what is now? What am I experiencing? What is my mind? And then, what is the world? So, so, so the definition of of our experience, if not theoretically, at least uh, uh, experimentally, it has to be there. So once we are very much settled in the experience, then we can go a little bit further and then uh, see the, the, the principles of ca- ca- causality in uh, in I- in its dynamic. Yeah. Picking up on what you just mentioned
1: about um, the what and the why, I sometimes get caught between noticing what happens, in, happens and letting
0: it go, or investigating it. And the investigating can easily slip into spiraling analysis. So, for example, if I'm
1: meditating, let's say I'm with the breath, and unpleasant memory comes up, and I find myself lost in it for five, ten seconds, wake up to unpleasant sensations in the body, unpleasant thoughts, uh, at that moment, there's there's a crossroads, so then doubt enters the
0: equation, because so I can either, oh, there's that, and let it go, or oh, there's that, and then kind of dive in and watch it, and it, it gets kind of muddy. That's why the, 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 the gradual aspect here will have to do with, uh, uh, first our duty is to find balance. If the mind is not live, if the mind is unbalanced, then we cannot see uh, reality clearly. So. Uh, if we are always investigating what is giving us trouble or what is the, 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 the deep problem without having that aspect of uh, balance quality to the mind, then the analysis or the understanding is not going to be very deep because we are falling again in the mud. So when we are in the mud, it's difficult to, 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 to get clean. So first, our duty is just, okay, now we just have enough understanding to bring the mind to a very stable quality of balance so for that purpose when we are practicing samatha for example we don't investigate so much we don't investigate too much because again too much analysis is is, is the opposite of uh, of samatha so the purpose of samatha is to bring a good quality to the mind and then once that quality is established then we go and and and, and do and do more analysis of course to come to a balanced state of mind, huh, to practice samatha properly, we need also to understand causality. We need on to understand what we are doing, and then what we are doing wrong, or what we are doing too much, or not enough. This is important, but important just enough to give to, to, to give us the to, to to give us the motivation, and then the the the, the, the correct understanding to proceed. Uh, properly where we are going how do we proceed where what is the goal of my meditation how should i d- adjust my practice to that goal am i too much or not enough huh? and then where this is we have to see from time to time but if we are walking somewhere, we are going somewhere, and then all the time we are asking, "Okay, now where I am?" And then you look at your compass, and then you, you get your cell phone, and then you get the map of this and that, the map of there. I mean, you just you just don't end up looking where you are and trying to understand uh, something, but you don't go anywhere. So walk, huh? and then understand where you are going, how you are doing it, and then the understanding of uh, of what is happening and how it is happening and, and, and why it will come also. So 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 just <laughs> is it it's it's okay no? That walking analogy that, that's great. That's gonna stay with me. Okay, good, good. So do you think we should uh, end up now huh? and we can continue our meditation.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit DharmaSed